change your perception of what you're looking at and everything changes. Hey, my name is Giorgio Janis and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. All right, welcome to another episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about something a little different. And only because it's something that's quite prevalent at the moment when it comes to what's going on in the world. At the moment, there's a lot going down with the global pandemic, some geopolitical challenges, and a vaccine rollout that's taking place everywhere, um, along with second, third, fourth waves of this pandemic. And so I've been getting a lot of questions around how to navigate a lot of the anxiety that's coming up for a lot of people when it comes to their anxiety. Now, the first thing that I think is really important for us to discuss here is the sensationalism that's going on with media. Now, let me make something clear here. I'm not talking about conspiracy theories. I'm not talking about ulterior motives by people sitting in some dark room who run the world. I'm, I'm not interested in any of that, quite frankly. Call me ignorant if that's the case. But what I'm more interested in, in is your perception of the information that's out there. And the reason I say that is because we live in a world where there is a barrage of information coming at us. A lot of it's accurate, a lot of it's untrue. Now, I'm referring to not just media matters and news, but I'm talking about research, I'm talking about data, I'm talking about opinion pieces and all kinds of things that are out there. We're constantly living in a world where there's just constant information coming in through our senses, right? We're reading it, we're hearing it, sometimes we're touching it, but our senses are taking in this information. And then it's up to our comprehension, our rationality and our discernment as a tool to be able to navigate and organize and get rid of information as it's coming in. As an example, you standing or sitting right now, there is information that's coming into your body, right? There is proprioceptive information coming from your nervous system, giving you a sense of pressure on your feet or pressure on your butt, right? Or if you're laying down, you're feeling pressure down your back. You're also getting information about what temperature it is, whether it's cold, whether it's warm, how you're feeling. You're getting information from your stomach, which is nervous system information. All of your senses are being engaged. And this is constant information that's being streamed through your central nervous system into your brain, into your mind to use as actual information. So what we want to be able to, what we want to be able to do is help you process this information as it comes in and not feel so overwhelmed. The reason this is important is not just because of what's happening globally now. There's been a huge issue that people have been wrestling with for a long time around 
not buying into the fears of what everybody else is talking about, first and foremost. And secondly, not buying into the fears that are being fed to us by different forms of media. So how do we discern this? Well, there's a bit of a conception out there or perception out there that the media has an ulterior motive, fear-mongering, scaring people, shocking people, and there might be some truth to that. Um, Hollywood's guilty of this. In fact, it's been suggested that Hollywood and gaming, video gaming, has actually desensitized people because they're so exposed to weapons, violence, and so on that they're not actually as affected by it. But then at the same time, people are being affected by all kinds of information that's being fed to them. Why is that? Are they creating that within us? Are they making us feel something? Well, the answer is no. They're not making us feel anything. At least they're not making us feel anything original. What they're actually doing is tapping in to pre-existing feelings. They're hooking into it and just using the way you're feeling already as a way to get your attention. The reason they do that is because that is the fastest way to get your attention, to get you hooked in, like watching a car accident. Something that we see all the time when we're driving down the road. For those of us in Australia, I know driving isn't really much of a thing at the moment. Traveling isn't really a thing. Most people are in lockdown. But while you're driving down a road, down a freeway or a highway, if there's an accident by the side of the road, most people slow down to see what's going on with this accident. Even if it's been all boarded up and you can't really see anything, people will slow down to see this quote-unquote tragedy or this accident. And they can't help it. It's almost like, and you've probably experienced this, where you just can't help yourself from looking. Or you hear a car accident happening in real time and what's your response? No, I'm not interested. No, that's not your response. Your response is like, whoa, what's going on there? Like you're peeking over whatever you can look at to find out what's going on there. The media is tapping into these pre-existing feelings, these pre-existing behaviors, right? If you're experiencing fear or you're scared of feeling controlled, then if information that is being fed to you is presenting as people, they're presenting stories to you of people who have struggled with feeling controlled or people who have felt like they've been oppressed by an employer or someone's been unfair and there's, there's a court case or some kind of litigation that's going on, then they're hooking into the way you're feeling, which is why you're gripped by the experience and gripped by the, the story and the narrative of what this journalist might be reporting. So here's what's important. First and foremost, it's like, and I'm, I might get some, I might get some hate for this, but it's okay to detox yourself from the media, including social media. If that's how you feel like it helps you navigate that, fine. But let's be clear, cutting yourself off from the world is numbing yourself. That doesn't necessarily help you. What I'd prefer to do is for you to be able to develop an immunity to these sensory inputs, these allergens, or these things that are activating your nervous system. 
so then you can exist in the world and not feel so affected by it. Not by numbing yourself. I'm not interested in numbing you. What I'm interested in is helping you develop this immunity to strengthen your resolve, your psychological and emotional immunity. So how do we do that? Well, if you need to cull yourself from some media, you can start there and then you can ease yourself back in. But here's something to reflect on. When you find yourself having a reaction to something that you're consuming, information, article, video, blog post, whatever it might be, podcast, if you find yourself being having a reaction to some extent, what I want you to do is reflect on what it is about that that's triggering you and what emotions is it bringing up. Like I said, if you're feeling emotionally triggered by a story about and some kind of oppressive society or oppressive leadership, then it might be a reflection of you feeling oppressed in some area of your life, maybe at work, maybe with a family member. There might be some area where this is showing up for you. And so what is actually happening is the story is showing you a reflection of some area of your life and it's trying to help you resolve the emotions around it. It's kind of like, hey, you've got a wound here. Let me make you aware of this wound so you can start to work through it, start shifting through it, and moving on. Another example I've had is one of the members of my group coaching program has been um, some time ago was wrestling with a little bit of the challenge around the work that they did as a family lawyer. And what that was causing for them is some distress whenever they were hearing about especially challenging breakups and family disputes. Now, what that was bringing up for her was some emotional stuff from relationships in the past and that it was reflecting this stuff, feeling betrayed, feeling like there wasn't trust and so on, right? And so what she was finding was that in those particular cases, she found it hard to disconnect from that work. When she came home and she kind of felt drained or a little bit hung over by it. That's why. Because it was reflecting some of her past stuff at her to help her work through it. So if you're looking at these different experiences external to you, the point here being is that it's all trying to help you work through your stuff by showing you what it is first. Usually we try to dismiss, push things away. I don't want to see you right now. Now's not a good time. Like, Pick another day. Today is not good for my stuff to come up. But what if the timing of it is perfect? What if when it is showing up for you, it is actually the perfect time for you? What I have found is that whenever stuff is coming up in that particular moment, in that particular time, it's usually perfect for us to be working through that because what we're wanting to achieve next is actually a block that's getting in our way. We're confronted with a block. So this goal that we're trying to achieve or this next level we're trying to get to requires us moving through some kind of a block. So how do we get there? We start taking steps towards trying to achieve this goal. We hit this moment of resistance and we can't work out what it is because it's in our blind spot. And then the world around us starts to show us that's the issue. That's the next thing for you to work through so you can get exactly where you're trying to get to. So by working through these different elements of what you're wrestling with, as it's being reflected to you, 
by the media, by what you're seeing on social media, by what you're hearing from friends. If you find yourself being stirred or really affected by it, reflect on it. What's going on? Where is that happening in your life? Where have you wrestled with that in your past? And by working through and starting to become aware of these patterns, you then have a deeper toolkit to start resolving your stuff, letting go of it, finding appreciation for it, or what I like to call gratitude in the trenches, right? When you can find gratitude in the trenches of life, life stops feeling like a war zone, stops feeling like a battle, because you can still find gratitude and value even in the trenches. So the sensationalism of the media and of Hollywood and of entertainment, basically, it's all trying to engage in your senses. A strong positive euphoria or a strong negative sadness, awful tragedy, right? When you start becoming aware that they're trying to hook into the sensationalism and the senses that you're experiencing through your senses and the way in which you experience the world, you can then start to discern the different information you get. You get to discern the information that's coming through all of, from all these different spots, all these different places. Organize, filter out, don't need this, this is helpful, get rid of that. Probably be a little bit cautious of that bit of information. That's helpful. And you find you develop an immunity to it. Personally, I don't feel so affected by the media because I don't consume a lot of it. But when I do, if there is a trigger, I work through it. And as it comes up, the more I work through the triggers, the less affected I am by the media. So I can see a story and go and have a complete understanding and see where they're missing context and not feel affected by it. Knowing that, well, they're missing a few details there. That's probably why it sounds so extreme or sensational. Anyway, what I wanted to do was give you some of these tips and a different perspective on the way in which you see and consume information through the various sources of media or the different mediums as a way to help you navigate a lot of what's going on, I think, especially for the rest of this year. I mean, let's face it, news, media, it's not about to change. We're not about to steer that ship in a different direction. That's huge. But if I can help you equip yourself and your mindset with a different way to approach it, at the very least, the rest of this year and what is left of this experience may not feel so overwhelming and you may not necessarily feel so drowned by all of the info that's coming at you. So on that note, I hope this episode was helpful to provide you some insight. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And please leave us a review. It helps promote the podcast. It helps the algorithm and get the message out to more and more listeners. Anyway, on that note, I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>